Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOFPHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Today I want to share with you about how you can have an unforgettable Christmas. Last week you learned as we looked in the scriptures how lights, we look around, we see things lit up here in our worship center, how lights make Christmas unforgettable. And we were reminded from uh, Matthew's gospel in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, where Jesus said to his followers that we are to be the light of the world. We are the light of the world. Come on, church. We're the light of the world, Jesus said. And we learned that we're called to be people of light. And the only way that you can be a light in the world that we live in is, first of all, make sure that the true source of life, Jesus Christ, lives inside of you. So if you want to be a light, a person of light, you have to make sure you have Jesus in your heart. We learned that our light needs to shine in dark places. In other words, we need to be shining everywhere we go into everyone we see. And uh, God help us to do that. I know sometimes I talked about we got to hit the clapper to get the lights come back on. But God help us to be a light to everyone uh, and to every place we go. And then we know the most important thing we learned was our light has a divine purpose. Our light has a divine purpose. And that is the what? Bring glory to God. Listen, you're a light because you need to bring glory to God. That's why God wants you shining to everybody and to everywhere so you can bring glory to him. And God help us to live a life that will bring glory to him. So today we talk about an unforgettable Christmas. And I think if we're not careful... Uh, this time of the year, we can get so busy and so, so chaotic with our schedule that we forget the true meaning of Christmas. And uh, we get focused on the traditions that we go through at Christmas, and uh, we get focused on uh, some of the gifts. I know uh, <clears throat> I get focused on the gifts a lot of time, uh, and, but that's not really what Christmas is all about. Christmas is about Jesus, and Jesus is the reason why Christmas is unforgettable. Amen. So the very first Christmas was unforgettable, I want to tell you today, because of Jesus, the great baby, the great baby. Let me read to you out of the Gospel of Luke, really the most detailed out of all the Gospels, the Christmas story. In Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38, I want to read to you this Christmas story and just pull, just for a few minutes, some things that I believe will encourage us to have an unforgettable Christmas. It says, in the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. And Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, you have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son and you're to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. Let me read that again. He will be great. Say great. great. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. 
the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who is said to be barren is in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. Let us pray. Father, I thank you again for your word. God, I thank you that your word does not return void. And I pray, God, that as we just look into your word today, God, that we would just... Uh, encounter your great power working in our life and God that you would help us all Lord to have an unforgettable Christmas as your word ministers to us today Holy Spirit we pray that you would speak to every heart here right now do what only you can do Father in Jesus' name we pray Amen I want to tell you that when you read Luke's gospel this is what we can all come to the conclusion of that we're reminded that God wants to do something great in your life this Christmas do you hear me? I want to tell you, God wants to do something great in your life this Christmas. He wants your Christmas to be unforgettable, not because of the uh, traditions and not because of the gifts, but most of all because of his presence in your life. That's the reason he wants to make Christmas unforgettable for you. I know uh, many of us have had some unforgettable Christmases. I shared last week about how we used to carry the boys around for the lights. I remember as a little boy, uh, get so focused on the gifts at time and forget the true meaning of Christmas. But God, help us not to forget that Jesus, the, the, the great baby, he will be great. He is the reason we celebrate. He's the reason we gather. So in the Christmas story, I want to share with you uh, just a few things here that I believe will encourage us. First of all, I want you to see that in this Christmas story from Luke, he sends the angel Gabriel to make a great announcement about this great baby. It says in Luke chapter 1 that the angel Gabriel said to a young virgin girl named Mary, you will be with child and give birth to a son and you're to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom will never end. You see, it was a great announcement about this great baby. And I was thinking about all these families here and uh, looking back, and I remember all those great uh, announcements and those, everybody has a different reveal party now. We didn't have that when I was coming along. Uh, everybody's so creative now in these announcements, announcing uh, whether they're going to have a boy or a girl. Uh, but I don't think anybody can top off what happened here for the angel Gabriel came and gave a great announcement. There was a great baby, and his name shall be called Jesus. And so we see this great announcement which really fulfilled Bible prophecy that was spoken several hundred years before Jesus was ever born. We see in the Old Testament that God used many different prophets uh, to uh, speak about this coming Lord and coming Savior. And Isaiah, the prophet, was one who spoke about Jesus coming and being born 
to a virgin. He says in Isaiah 7, 14, this is, this is years, hundreds of years before Christ was ever born. And the prophet Isaiah said, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Isaiah went on to say in chapter 9, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. This was a great announcement. This was a great announcement by Isaiah. This was a great announcement by Gabriel, the angel, that would change everything. This was not an ordinary baby. This song, this child that Randy's singing about, this, this one that was announced was not an ordinary baby. It was the son of God and the son of man, the great I am. And he's Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed one. And it was a great announcement. It was a great announcement about this great baby who would be the hope of the world in a dark and chaotic time. And I'm here to declare to you today, listen, like, a, like Isaiah announced and like the angel announced, I announce to you the same is true today, that Jesus can change everything. He can change everything. This Christmas can be unforgettable for you because Jesus can change everything. I announce to you today that Jesus is the hope of the world. I announce to you the great announcement today that he is the great light who shines in our most darkest times. I announce to you today, I announce to you today that God himself, Jesus, this great baby, he's Emmanuel, God with us. I announce to you today that he's wonderful counselor. I announce to you today that he's mighty God. He's everlasting father. He's prince of peace. Listen to me. I announce to you he's whatever you need him to be. He's there for you. This great baby, praise God that he is here and we thank God for that great announcement and we can announce that today. You can announce that at Christmas this year. Announce it to your family. Announce it to your friends. You know somebody that's going through a low time? Announce to them that he's mighty God, Prince of Peace, everlasting Father, mighty God. Announce to them and tell them that they're not alone. God is with them. He's Emmanuel, God with us. Aren't you grateful today that he is right here with us and going through the things that we go through, helping us along? He is Emmanuel, God with us. He's with you today. He's not forsaken you. He's not forgot you. He is with you. Don't you ever forget that, please. God, thank you. So we see the great announcement from uh, Luke's Christmas story, and we also see here the great arrival the great arrival, it says, and if you keep reading in Luke chapter 2, that the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son, and she wrapped him in cloths, and she placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. Now, I thought that the angel Gabriel said that this baby was going to be great. I thought he said he will be great. If this baby's great, then how in the world is he born in a manger? Why isn't this baby born at the Ritz-Carlton. Why isn't this baby born <clears throat> in Four Seasons Hotel or the MGM Grand in Las Vegas? If this baby is so great, why won't the, the town of Bethlehem all gathered around and throw in a big arrival party for this, this great baby? If this baby is so great, why won't the people there lined up and expecting this baby to come? Luke said, instead of this, Jesus was actually born in a manger because there was no room for him in the end. 
How can this baby be great and be born in a manger? How can this baby be great and there be no room for him in the end? How can this baby be great and there's not even anyone expecting him to come? You see, our view of greatness is different than God's view of greatness. God, his view is a whole lot different than ours in the world. The world's view of greatness is somebody who was famous and somebody who was rich. We look at our, our sports figures, <clears throat> excuse me, and we look at our, our Hollywood actors and politicians and, and we think they're great. But that's not God's definition of great. God has a different view. God's definition of, of greatness is somebody who's a humble servant. You remember what Jesus said, right? Jesus was talking to his followers and he says, if you want to be great, you want to be great, you're not going to be some great, rich, famous person. He said, if you want to be great, you need to take a low position as a servant like I've done. So God, his definition of greatness is making sure we humble ourselves and we lower ourselves and become a servant. Listen, this is what gets me. Think about it. The son, the son of the most high was born in a manger and he was not born in a palace. Why in the world the greatest baby to ever live born in a manger? He was born in a manger so we could identify and he could identify with us. He was born in a manger so he could identify with us the least and the poor and the suffering. Do you remember what Paul said in 2 Corinthians he says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that, through, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. So you, so you, look to your neighbor and say you. <clears throat> he says, so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. You see, Jesus, he chose the least so we could have the most. Jesus became humble so we could have the most. And you need to understand this morning that true greatness comes through Jesus Christ. You want to have a great Christmas this year, an unforgettable Christmas? It comes through Christ Jesus. And we need to humble ourselves. I love, it says that we can, uh, we can have the riches of Christ. Peter says his divine power has given us everything that we need. Listen to me. He, he came in a manger and became poor so we could have everything that we need. He took a low position as a servant, as a slave, as a ransom for all of us so we can have everything we need to live a godly life. You don't have to lack anything. You don't have to uh, worry about anything because Jesus is going to look out for you. Peter went on to say that we're partakers of his divine nature. Listen to me. We can live a great life. We can live a great life because Christ lives in us. You don't have to go out searching to be great and trying to do great things and, and try to be famous and try to be popular. All you need is Christ living in you and he gives you everything you need so you can be great in his eyes. And listen, I don't know about you, but we all usually try to imitate those things that are great, right? You remember growing up and maybe you were watching uh, Superman or Batman. How many of y'all used to put your pants down into your socks? And put a top. Come on now, I know I want the only one. <clears throat> that was a long time ago when I did that. And you run around like you were Batman, and you know, you, don't, you want to imitate those things that are great, and we need to imitate Christ. This Christmas can be unforgettable if you'll imitate the greatness of Christ. I remember as a little boy, <clears throat> if we were playing basketball, I wanted to be Larry Bird. Everybody else had to be somebody else. I'm going to be Larry Bird because in my eyes, Larry Bird was the greatest. 
I remember if we ever got in the backyard and we were playing football as a little boy, I remember I'd tell everybody now, I'm going to beat Jimmy Coley because Jimmy was a great football player at North Duplin, one of the greatest. And I said, y'all can be whoever, but I'm going to be Jimmy Coley now because we want to imitate those things that are great in life. And listen to me, as God's people this Christmas, we need to make sure that we're imitating Christ and we humble ourselves and we walk in the greatness and the power of God everywhere we go. God helped us to be an unforgettable Christmas because we have his great power working in our life. Help us to imitate Christ in everything that we do. I want to finally tell you here, you look in this passage, you see that there's a great work that this great baby did. If you keep reading in Luke chapter 2, it says, Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. He is Christ the Lord. You see, Jesus came to do a great work, and he, he does a great work because he came to save us from our sins, the Bible says. Aren't you grateful for that today? If you remember in the Gospel of Matthew, the angel came to Joseph in a dream and said to, uh, that Mary would give birth to a son and you're to give him the name Jesus because why? He will save his people from their sins. Listen, if we could save ourselves, if we could be good enough or if we could merit enough favor with God that we could be saved, there'd have been no need at all for this great baby to come and be in sacrifice. But no, we can't earn it. We can't earn enough favor with God. Listen, it's only through Christ Jesus that we're saved from our sins. And it's through Christ who does this great work. He did it on the cross at Calvary. He's the great sacrifice who take away the sins of the world. You remember what John the Baptist said when he saw Jesus coming. He said, as Jesus came toward him, he says, Look, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And Jesus is the great sacrifice for us today, friend. I want you to know that you have somebody that loves you enough that they would go to a cross and die for you, not just someone, but someone who was perfect without sin who shed his blood so your sins could be washed away and you could have forgiveness and you could have a home in heaven. That's what makes Christmas unforgettable. He's the great sacrifice. I'll never forget reading this story some years ago. It still touches my heart about these two brothers. And they were living there in an area near the Mississippi River. And there was some flooding going on around the river and these two young boys had been out and they were playing around the river and they got themselves in some serious trouble. Uh, some areas there that were around the river uh, were, were muddy and, and there were some areas almost like quicksand. And it says that the two boys were there playing, the two brothers, and they went into that area there and they fell into the quicksand and they went down into it and finally when some of the other people gathered around to come and get to them, uh, they only saw the younger brother standing in the quicksand and one of the rescuers said, where, where, where's your brother? Where's your brother? And the little boy cried out. He says, I'm standing on his shoulders. And that just reminds me today, friend, that's exactly what Jesus did for us. You see, we were sinking in sin, and you may be here today, and you're sinking in sin, but I'm here to tell you, friend, you can stand on the work of the cross and what Jesus did for you, and he can save your life. Amen. Amen. He can save you. John 3, 16 and 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish 
but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Hallelujah. Listen to me, friend, this morning. Christmas can be unforgettable because Jesus makes it possible for our sins to be forgiven. He makes it possible for us to become sons and daughters of God. Aren't you grateful today? Jesus is the greatest gift ever. Romans 6, 23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Listen, Jesus is a gift to each and every one of you. And the problem is some of you will, not never, you will never unwrap that gift. Some of you will be like they were when Jesus was walking the earth. You'll, you'll reject him or you'll, you'll walk away in rebellion and, and he's crying out to you and he's calling out to you. It's time for you to give your life to me. And the Bible says some people would rather walk in darkness than walk in light. Which one will you choose today? Are you going to keep walking in darkness? Or are you going to start walking in the light of the world, Jesus Christ? Listen, you can stop sinking today. And you can find hope and you can be saved through the work of the cross and what Jesus Christ did for you and for all of us in this room today. God help you to surrender all. Pastor Kevin, if you'll come and help me. <clears throat> I want to just remind you of one other thing before we have some prayer time around the altar. Not only did Jesus come to be a savior, but Jesus came to be a helper too. Let me tell you something. My greatest friend, his name is Jesus. I know there's people here I could call right now and they would be there willing to help me in whatever I'm going through. But I can tell you one that will always be there. <laughs> he will always be there and his name is Jesus. He's my greatest helper and he wants to help you this Christmas. Please be encouraged by this. He wants to help you this Christmas no matter what problem you're facing. He knows exactly what you're going through. He can identify with everything that you're going through in your life. He knows what it's like to have an enemy. He knows what it's like to fight the devil. He knows. He knows what it's like to have people turn their back on him. He knows exactly what you're going through today. And he wants to help you. Man, He's throwing some of you a lifeline right now and telling you, you know, it's, it's time. This Christmas you can quit sinking and you can grab a hold of the lifeline and I can help you and I can change you. And that's what he wants to do. Whatever your problem may be, he wants to help you. He's greater than anything that you can be facing this Christmas. Jesus is greater than any loneliness that you may be going through. He's greater than any sickness that you may be going through. Jesus is greater than any brokenness. He's, he's greater than any family problem you may have. He's greater than any marriage issues you may have right now. He's greater than any of those problems you may have with your, your children right now. Jesus is greater. He's greater. He's greater than the stress in your life. He's greater than depression. Jesus is greater. He's the great I am. And he wants to help you today. I can promise you, my prayer this morning was, God, I want, will you please do a great work? If, if it's just one, will you do a great work in somebody's life this morning? Let this be an unforgettable Christmas because you're doing a great work in their life. 
And I want to tell you, friend, God, he will do a great work. He can give you great strength. Have you ever felt God just strengthen you before? Great peace and great power and great, he'll give you great joy. Some of y'all need some joy this Christmas. Some of you need great hope and great peace. He'll, he'll give it to you. He'll help you. You don't have to go trying to make it happen. You just trust in God and he'll help you. And I know what some of you are saying. I can look right now by the look on your faces and tell. Well, that sounds all great, but you don't know how messed up my life is right now. My life is a wreck. You mean to tell me this Jesus can help me right now? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. You know why I can tell you that? Just like that angel said to Mary, she was like, "You wait, wait, wait me? You mean to tell me you can do this in me? And what did he say? Nothing is impossible with God. Let me say that. Nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible. Nothing. Say nothing. The angel said nothing is impossible with God. Remember that this Christmas. Whatever you're praying about, whatever you're believing God for, remember nothing is impossible. He's the one that performs miracles. He opens the eyes of the blind. He, he, he makes the lame walk. He delivers those that are bound. He calms the storms. He raises the dead back to life. What else you need? Nothing is impossible with God. And he can do a great work in your life today. And he wants to. Would you bow your heads with me, please, all across this place? Glory to God. <clears throat> Glory to God. Nobody looking around, just being very reverent to what God is doing right now. I just want to ask you this morning, is there some kind of need in your life and you need the Lord to do a great work? Nobody looking around. I need God to do a great work in my life right now. Well, just lift your hand. Just lift your hand. Lift your hand. Come on, I need God to do a great work. God sees your hand, son. God sees your hands. God sees your hand. Could, could it be, listen, nobody looking around. I, I know we're here and the majority of everybody here is, are Christians, but it, could it be, could it be that somebody's here this morning and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you've been sinking, you're sinking and you know things are dark and you know things are not right with God but you've heard the gospel today and you, wanna, you want your sins forgiven, you want to know that you can have a home in heaven and you're ready to give your life to Jesus right now, right here to make it an unforgettable Christmas. Lift your hand and say, that's me. I want to I give my life to Christ. I want to give my life to Christ. I want to rededicate my life to the Lord today. Just lift your hand where we can see it so we can pray for you. Glory to God. God sees your hand. Lord, bless this young man and any others that are here today. And God, may they just begin to pray to you and invite you into their life. Right there where they are. God, you have just checked me right now and I thank you. Young man, young man. Son, would you, your hand, your hand up. Would you come up here right now, please? Come on. This young man lifted his hand because he wants to make sure he's got his heart right with God. Can we clap our hands and give God praise? Come on. What's your name? This is Ashton. He might be the next John the Baptist here. The next Billy Graham. Who are we to tell these kids not to come to the Lord? Jesus says, welcome these children. 
And this young man here, he, the God is working in his heart this morning, and we want to pray for Ashton right now. So I'm going to ask you just to extend your hand out to this young man, and let's pray over him right now. Father, we thank you right now for what you're doing in this young man's life. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would just meet every need, God. Lord, I pray, God, that you would just save him, that he would just begin to just surrender all to you. Surrender everything to him, Ashton. Give it all to him right now. Invite him into your life to be Lord and to be Savior. Christ died on the cross and shed his blood so our sins could be washed away and forgiven. And we have new life in Christ. And God, we pray right now, Lord, as this young man just receives you, God, we know there's a party going on in heaven, a rejoicing, and we give you all the glory and give you all the praise in the name of Jesus. God, help him right now, God. In your name we pray. Amen. Cody, come here. Come here, Cody. Come on up here. Cody gave his life to Jesus last Sunday right there around that pew over there. Can y'all pray for Cody too? And maybe there's others here today that need to make that step. I appreciate these guys and their boldness and their willingness to make sure that they got that security with Christ and they're following the Lord. Friend, it's the greatest decision that you will ever make in your life. You want your Christmas to be unforgettable? Give your life to Christ. Give your life to Jesus. And we give Him all the glory and all the praise. Father, thank you for these two young men and any others that are here today, God that may have made a decision or a commitment to follow you. We pray that you would bless each one of them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.